Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 672 of the Juicebox Podcast. On today's episode of the Juicebox Podcast, Jenny Smith and I are going to define antibodies. Auto-antibodies. Antibodies, auto-antibodies. Antibodies, antibodies, what the hell are antibodies? Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Here we go. Please remember while you're listening that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Are you a U.S. resident who has type 1 diabetes or is the caregiver of someone with type 1? Because if you are, you can support the T1D Exchange and research for type 1 diabetes by going to t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box. When you get there, join the registry, fill out the survey. The whole thing takes fewer than 10 minutes and you are going to help people with type 1. You're also going to support the juice box podcast. I don't even want to stop talking now. My voice sounds amazing in my ears. T1DExchange.org forward slash juice box. This episode of the Juice Box Podcast is sponsored by US Med. US Med is the number one distributor for freestyle Libre systems nationwide. They are the number one specialty distributor for Omnipod Dash, the number one fastest growing tandem distributor and the number one rated distributor in Dexcom customer satisfaction surveys. US Med is a place where you get your diabetes supplies from. Most of us use them, right? Most of us are using some sort of an online, wait a minute, are you not getting your supplies online? (laughs) Okay, hold on. First of all, it's super easy to get your supplies online. You just, are you not doing this? All right, hold on a second. Let me get a sip of water. I gotta explain this whole thing to you. So we used to use uh, another company. We've actually used a couple of them. And in the past, they've been, uh, you know, spotty. Let's say spotty in their customer service. But US Med prides themselves on their white glove treatment of their customers. US Med has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And they want you to get better service and better care than you're accustomed to getting now. U.S. Med always provides 90 days worth of supplies and fast free shipping. You can get a free benefits check right now at usmed.com forward slash juice box or by calling 888-721-1514. U.S. Med carries everything from insulin pumps and diabetes testing supplies to the latest CGMs, including Libre2 and Dexcom G6. They accept Medicare nationwide and over 800 private insurers. This 888 number is dedicated for Juicebox podcast listeners. Call now, 888-721-1514. Get the service you deserve. Get your supplies without a big hassle. US Med, usmed.com forward slash juicebox. Look, everybody, these supplies are going to be coming forever and ever. I'd love it if you had it set up so that it just happened and you didn't have to think about it. That's how we have it here, and it is a, a real, I mean, it's a weight lifted. It's another thing you don't have to think about. Let U.S. Med think about that. You go live your life. 
we've talked about antibodies in thyroid episodes yes. and other places. I am told by Isabel, who helps me run the Facebook page, that people are confused about antibodies. And she said to me, please do a defining episode about them. Put it in one place where they can find it. It's easy to understand. Um, and I said, okay, Isabel, I will absolutely do that. Now, here comes the problem. I'm still, I still get a little confused as well. And I know it's just because I haven't looked at it closely enough. Um, if you said to me right now, what's an, I'm not going to look at anything. I'm not just going to go off of what I remember, right? (laughs) Then you're going to, you're going to tell me if you said to me antibodies in conjunction with type one diabetes, I would say something like your body has antibodies that are meant to do stuff, fight illness or disease or whatever. And if you have type 1 diabetes or if you are predisposed to type 1 diabetes, there are antibodies in your system that are likely to go get the beta cells in your pancreas at some point and they don't belong in your body. And I don't know if that's right. That's literally the best I can conjure up out of my mind. Just tell me yeah. how wrong I am. <laughs> no, not, I mean, not really wrong. I think it's the way that you think it right. about it or yeah. see it. It's, um, I mean, an antibody in general, whether it's for diabetes or thyroid or other, um, you know, issues, an antibody essentially is just a protein um, that your immune system uses to essentially take care of a foreign object, be it a virus or, you know, bacteria or something that's potentially harmful, right? I mean, that's, that's the gist of an antibody, but in someone specifically with type one diabetes and something in the body triggered an immune response. And so your body, unfortunately, has identified beta cells as the foreign object. So your body produces antibodies to take care of this foreign object, which technically isn't foreign, but for some reason, the body now thinks that it is. So the antibodies are, I mean, they're there. They would be identifiable in the bloodstream in a a blood draw if you had antibodies that were specifically attacking the beta cells, right? Mm -hmm. So we can do blood draws to test for antibodies. We can do blood draws to test for insulin antibodies. Um, I mean, one of the very well-known ones that most people definitely have done at diagnosis is the GAD antibody. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, if you've done any testing or had any family members who've done testing through like trial net or any of those types of places, there are. I think at least two other antibodies that they're kind of looking for as well Mm -hmm. um, to identify. So in general, an antibody is just, it's really supposed to be there. It's something that your body uses. Unfortunately, it becomes something not great because of the way that your body is identifying the beta cells, which it's now seeing as like a foreign invader. Okay. So for auto antibodies are markers of beta cell autoimmunity in type 1 diabetes, isolate cell antibodies, ICA against cytoplasmic proteins in the beta cell, antibodies to glutamic acid, wow, 
carbol lace, which that's, that's the GAD 65, right? Yep. Insulin, yep. insulin autoantibodies, which are IAA and yep. IA2A to protein tyrosine phosphatase. Phosphatase. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so <laughs> not everybody has these. These, these, like, 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 let's just take GAD as an example, right? Like, if I tested the population, most people would not have that antibody. They shouldn't. I mean, right. honestly, okay. if you're testing positive for the GAD antibody, it indicates an immune attack, which is really points to type one diabetes specifically. Okay. So general person should not have GAD antibodies. Right. So if you have it, where do you, where, I don't understand where you get it from. Like, how does, how does one body, uh, Jenny, are we outside of your depth? <laughs> I don't know. I, okay, I, right. I mean, I think if that could be, I don't know if it's out of my depth. It's certainly out of the realm of understanding at this point. I think it's to my like limited explanation. It would be the reason that there's no cure It's because we don't because know how that happens. We don't. Okay. Right. I mean, and some other really, really intelligent scientist, I'm sure could say, hey, we are pointing things in this direction or, right, right, you know, right. whatever. And I'd be like, okay, well, that's really fancy. But. <laughs> so, so, so for reasons that may be at this moment beyond understanding, a, a person can develop one or all of these antibodies. And then what you're waiting for next, it's the other shoe to drop. It's for you to get ill sick, stressed, something, your immune system to be like, all right, boys, go attack those invaders. And they run right past your, uh, your virus and go right into your pancreas and go after your beta cell. And that's why there are, um, and for the GAD, I think I was actually wrong. I think that there are, I think there are other autoimmune conditions. If I'm not incorrect, I think thyroid, you may have GAD antibodies present. Okay. And I'm, I think there's another autoimmune disorder, if I'm correct, um, that that may be something that would show positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to, again, look that up, but I, I'm, I'm quite sure GAD is also present for thyroid. Okay. Um, so anyway, um, you know, in, in terms of a virus, that's why many people believe that people with type one may have had a virus, which was like a switch. It's like a light switch. I That's kind of how I think about it. Mm-hmm. My brother probably had the same virus that I had if the reason that I have type one is from a virus. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I have type one. I'm quite sure that my brother and I living in the same house probably had the same viruses. Sure. Why my body decided to interact with that virus and the f- switch turned on and decided to flip and say, okay, we've taken care of this, but now we're also seeing these body parts or these pieces of the body, the beta cells as foreign objects too. Um, so why one person versus another? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I would, again, uh, I think I've said in other episodes, I don't know for certain, but I would bet money that Arden had Coxsackie virus and then she Mm -hmm. got type one. I've heard a lot of people specifically say Coxsackie and then type one. As a matter of fact, uh, we had the CEO on um, of Prevention Bio. Hey, it's Scott. I know I put the ad at the beginning of the episode today. I tricked you a little bit, uh, but I still need to pop in and tell you that U.S. Med offers 
a free benefits check and you can get it at usmed.com forward slash juice box or by calling a special number just for juice box podcast listeners 888-721-1514. US Med carries everything from your insulin pumps to your diabetes testing supplies. Go check them out. Who uh, was on to talk about Tamizaplob, which I always mispronounce, and later I will get a message after this goes up where they say you've pronounced it wrong again. <laughs> <clears throat> but I know that. He was talking about how one of the ways that he thought you could significantly cut down on type 1 diabetes is to inoculate people against coxsackievirus. Exactly. Yeah. And he said, so that to me, I mean, if someone's saying that, then they've seen enough impact that way that they're saying, like, don't get me wrong, like, coxsackie doesn't make type 1 diabetes. Right. Right. But if you have these autoantibodies, which I'm assuming Arden had, um, then you get coxsackie. I'm I'm thinking what he was saying was that there's more frequency to go from a person who has autoantibodies who gets Coxsackie to type 1 than there is a person who has autoantibodies and they get the flu and then they go to type 1, etc. Like something like that. Right. So yeah. there's probably a mechanism in there that, I mean, we don't understand. Maybe somebody else does, but... Um, and the Coxsackie is certainly one that's well identified. I mean, as you said, um, you can look for it e- and easily find multiple noted references to Coxsackie and type one. Yeah. Um, but it is also a more of a childhood disease illness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Um, which then also leads to the questions of, well, if an adult didn't have Coxsackie, then why all of a sudden does this random adult who has no family history of type one at all, right? Yeah. Why is it all of a sudden there? Right. Well, so is it, so let's keep talking about that for a second. Um, it's possible you could have these, I mean, it's possible that there are people who live their entire life with these autoantibodies and never get type one diabetes, right? And, and so I hear from, I mean, this podcast has allowed me to talk to so many people that there's no longer an age that I think you can't get type 1 diabetes after. You know, like I know that people used to think, you know, it was kind of like that weird slippery slope of, um, you know, the JDRF was the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. So people were right. like, oh, that's it's juvenile diabetes. You can only get it if you're a kid. Obviously wasn't true. But even in my like, you know, uninitiated understanding if you would have found me before Arden had type one, I would have told you like, if you can get it like 30 years old, you're not going to get diabetes like type one. Right. And that's how people would think about it in the past. Yeah. I mean, I've worked with people who've been in their sixties, upper sixties. I have one woman who was 71 when she was diagnosed with type one. So, you know, there's so certainly no age that it is not possible Right. No, I at think at this point I want to say 73 is now the oldest person that I've interviewed. Really? Yeah, but I mean, what the hell? You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. And talk about um you know, thinking you made it. <laughs> I mean, really. Right. Yeah, like right. I'm this far in life and this is what I get handed now. Yeah. Like what the heck? I right? thought I was done. You, you know, like I thought I was all good, right? right. right? So I I think that if I go back to what Isabel's saying to me, about that people ask about this all the time, about the antibodies and not understanding them. That is what I want them to leave this episode understanding, is that, you know, first of all, you didn't do anything wrong, 
Right. That, and I think that's, I mean, if we could kind of shift gears away from a more medical to maybe a more psychological for a second, mm-hmm. you didn't give your kid type one diabetes. Like, no, you, you didn't give it to yourself. It, it's not possible. You, you know, like you either have these, these antibodies within your system or you don't. And like Jenny said earlier, modern medicine can't tell why at this point. And if it was just that you watched the prices right too much or you, you know, <laughs> you know, or you had too much ice cream or like something like that, the things that people knee jerk worry about when it first happens, like, oh, my God, you, you know, I mean, you know what I'm right. saying? Like <clears throat> people yes. come up to you, not always, but there are people, a lot of people who have personal experiences where an uninformed person will come up to them and just say like what did you feed that kid you know like how did you do oh absolutely right and that's a big problem and then it's a bigger problem if it just happened to you and you and you don't know that 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 couldn't be the case you know correct i mean when i was first diagnosed my mom's co-worker my mother was a, a grade school teacher and one of her co-workers said well I, I, and I only heard, overheard the conversation between my mom and my dad. My mom did not tell this to me directly, right. but she was telling him that her coworker had said, well, thank goodness it's just juvenile diabetes. She'll grow out of it. Right. right? I mean, and again, this was, you know, in the eighties. So clearly a lot of, I mean, the miss information is still out there. I'm not saying it's not, yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's the misnomer of juvenile diabetes too. It, yeah. It'll be over like, you're soon. just going to, it'll be over soon. You know, as soon as like you turn 18 magically, like I'm not a juvenile anymore, must be gone. <laughs> Arden diagnosed in 2006. And I've lost count of the amount of people have asked me what age she'll outgrow it. Right. As if, by the way, have you ever outgrown anything? Like, have you ever heard of like, Oh, you know, I don't know. He can't. He 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 can't process protein. Oh, he'll outgrow that. Uh, <laughs> you don't outgrow. I've, there's in the history of the world, I've never heard anybody say, "Oh, cancer, don't worry, you'll outgrow well, that." Outgrow it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like no one's ever said that. But for some reason, it is a really interesting example of how how the wording is impactful. Just by calling it juvenile, you make it feel like once you're an adult, it doesn't exist anymore. Right, Um, exactly. But I just want, listen, I want people to know that you didn't do anything to cause your type one or or your child's type one. And And I, you know, the question that I also get kind of along the same line is from a lot of the adults that I work with who have children, they themselves as an adult have type one. And the question always comes up either should I get my kids tested or how likely is it for my child to get type one? I, you know, quite honestly, there are statistics. If you really wanted to look things up, you certainly could look up some statistics, but it doesn't necessarily say your child, because you have type one is a hundred percent going to have type one too. So in a causative, if you have type one and your child ends up developing type one, likely there's a genetic link there. But yeah. you didn't necessarily cause that piece to turn on. Right. Like if you have brown eyes and you don't like them and your kid has brown eyes, it's not your fault your kid has brown eyes. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, I understand. <laughs> the way genetics work. <laughs> yeah. It, and I understand how people feel. Like, I mean, if I'm being honest with you, I wondered for a really long time what I could have done differently. You know, sure. and, and so I was a stay-at-home dad. Um, so I was with Arden twenty-four-seven. 
I was, I mean, you guys all know me fairly well from the podcast. Like I'm the kind of person who would wake up in the morning and be like, wow, it's warm out. Get in the car. We're going to the zoo. Screw the dishes. You you know, like we went every which way. And before I understood these antibodies, I used to think, did I not wash something well? Did I take her to the wrong place? What if I just wouldn't have gone here? Was it a ball pit that gave her diabetes? Like before I understood that in all likelihood, Arden was getting diabetes, you know, whether it was going to be when she was two or three or four or whatever, it it was definitely happening. You you know, Um, I don't think that we could have locked Arden in a bubble and, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand the point of that, right? Like at some point, let's say that would be true. Let's say that if I, by the way, you're gonna have to be really old for this one, but John Travolta was in a movie called The Boy in the Bubble in the 70s. I was gonna mention that. (laughs) I was like, nobody's gonna know what we're talking about. Doesn't matter. I'm saying it, okay? Uh, It was a TV movie of the week in the 70s. I know you don't know what a TV movie of the week is if you're under a certain age. I don't care. John Travolta lived in a bubble. It's the only way he wasn't gonna die because the outside world was just gonna, like, his body couldn't handle it. You know, eventually he left that bubble. (laughs) He, He didn't care. So if my point is, is that if you've got these autoantibodies and you're going to end up with type 1 diabetes, you're going to end up with type 1 diabetes. Then you're going to live with diabetes because that's that's the straw you drew, you, you know? Right. So I, you can't feel bad about it. I know it's going to happen and people are going to feel guilty, but it's these antibodies' fault, not yours. Right. S- seriously. And it's how your body interacts with them, right? Yeah. Whether your body uses them the way that they're supposed to, to identify truly foreign pieces, objects, you know, viruses in the body, that's their job. That's, you want them to be there. That's Mm -hmm. a really important thing, but sometimes they don't do the right thing. Friendly fire, Jenny. (laughs) Yeah. Right. There you go. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, oh, this was depressing. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, (laughs) it was informative. And I think, I hope it's, um, I hope it was more, you know, I guess, informative in a way that's more, I guess, understandable. Yeah, no, I appreciate breaking it down because it's just like the other defining episodes, really. You just make these assumptions that people know what bolus means. And if they don't, they start forming other thoughts. And if you don't understand what these antibodies are, you could run around your whole life thinking you did something. Or I could still think, why didn't I wash Arden's hands one time when she was a year old before I did something or I don't know, whatever the hell. Right. I mean, I've gotten off of the whole, I've had people, I've had friends who've, who've asked me, well, why do you think? I'm like, I don't think anymore. I, I manage this and I don't have time to go back and think because it's not going to make a difference. Right. Right. I mean, if it made a difference, in fact, of like proving what happened and then I could actually move into like solving and having a cure. Awesome. But yeah. No. Well, think of it like know. this, really. Um, I, I, I'll keep this vague, but my son is having a problem with another person, okay? Mm-hmm. A person who holds sway over him. And sure. he has, he's a bright kid and a thoughtful kid, and he's a thinker. And he will look at what's happening and break the problem down and say, maybe if I try this, this will allow me to, you know, change this. Right. Um, to let this other person see that, this isn't the case, or maybe I can, maybe I can end around them and get around. And I've watched him for years go over it and over and over. And at times make himself crazy about it. And just the other day, he said to me, there's no path. 
He's like, I'm not the only one impacting this situation. And no matter what I do, it's not right. It won't work. Yeah. I have to just accept that this is the reality and I'm going to go do something else now. And mm-hmm. I, when he was talking about that, I thought that is how I used to feel about diabetes. I used to think like maybe I could think my way around it or, you know, at least to give myself comfort. And right. what I realized is that eventually is that the comfort is knowing that not everybody gets out of this unscathed and people get things. And my kids got an autoimmune problem and she ended up with type one diabetes. And now we just, we choose another path and go live happily on that one. So you move on. Yeah. yeah yes. For sure. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good day. You too. I want to thank Jenny for being here. Don't forget that Jenny works at integrateddiabetes.com. If you'd like to hire her, you can. And I'd like to thank our sponsor today, US Med. Get your diabetes supplies easily. It doesn't need to be a big hassle. And with US Med, it won't be. Check them out and get your free benefits check at usmed.com forward slash juice box or by calling 888-721-1514. There are links to U.S. Med and all the sponsors in the show notes of your podcast player and at juiceboxpodcast.com. And don't forget to go take that survey at t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox. When you support the sponsors, you're supporting the show. At this point, I don't even remember how many Defining Diabetes episodes there are, but there's got to be more than 40. If you're enjoying them, you can find them at juiceboxpodcast.com, diabetesprotip.com, or by joining the private Facebook group, Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes, and then heading up to the top. I want to call it the, I always want to use the wrong word. And then I, hold on a second. I'll tell you what it's called when you get to the, so the Facebook page is a private group. It's really terrific. I think it's got like 24, 25,000 members in it right now. And at the top, ah, here it is. There's a featured tab. Uh, so you have to answer a couple of questions to get in. But once you're in there, go to that featured tab. And there's a list of all the defining diabetes episodes, all the variables, all the how we eats, uh, the quick start guides. If you're just starting with a show, the pro tip series, it's a list of popular requested episodes, popularly requested episodes. If I'm going to use English special episodes, Scott and Jenny's where uh, they're called ask Scott and Jenny. People send in questions and Jenny and I answer them uh, a whole bunch of stuff on how to bolus for fat and protein. I mean, there's a ton here. Anyway, it's all in that private Facebook group up under the Featured tab. This is the part where I say thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast. Please subscribe in your apps. Subscribe and follow. Follow and subscribe.